Welcome to another episode of Customers Also Watch, the podcast where my guests and I discuss and spoil a movie currently available for free on Amazon Prime, picked by me from the Customers Also Watch list of the previous episode's movie. After we discuss the movie, we rate it on a five-point scale. Love it, recommend it, leave it, remake it, or kill it with fire. Then I'll pick the next movie to be covered at the end of the show from the Customers Also Watch list of today's film. I'm your host, Erica, and my guest for this week is Brent from the Home Video Hustle podcast. Hi, Brent. Hey, how you doing? Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to finally have you on here. I've been a listener for a while, and uh, or I hope other people are as well. Um, but if they're not, can you tell everyone a little bit about Home Video Hustle? Well, Home Video Hustle comes out every Friday. Me and my friend PJ watch a random movie that I pick. I pick random movies, and then I have him pick from the random movies to figure out what we're going to watch. There's usually a bag involved, and YouTube is always involved. And right now we're in the middle of the uh, Halloween hustle, so we're doing nothing but Halloween movies. And I'm actually putting out or trying to put out two episodes a week, and we just talk about movies and whatever else comes to mind. I tell people all the time, it's more than a movie podcast because we talk about everything. Nice. Yeah, you guys definitely uh, get on some interesting subjects every now and then for sure. <laughs> so the the YouTube part of it, that's that's when you guys actually like pick the movies on the on the video, like out of the bag, right? Yep, every Wednesday. You can find out what we're going to talk about on Friday by watching the YouTube video on Wednesday. There you go. And you also cover like some games and stuff too, right? Yeah, I do. Um, well, on the podcast, we might do them a little bit here and there, but I write the written reviews and I post them up so you can do quick reads. <laughs> Try not to waste your time. There you go. <laughs> Very thoughtful of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to think about the people. <laughs> All right. Well, so last episode, I reviewed Sonny Chiba's Yellow Fangs. And from the customers also watch list of that film, I picked today's movie, which is 1978's Night Creature. Black man-eating killer who is full of rage. With Donald Pleasance, the star of Halloween, the Night Creature. He was their judge, jury, and executioner. Some scenes may be too intense as no mechanical animals were used in the entire production of the Night Creature. Coming soon from Dimension Pictures, rated PG. Mm. So Brent, are you a Sonny Chiba fan? I am. I haven't seen a ton of his stuff, but like almost everybody, I do love all the Street Fighter movies. Yeah. Those are probably, those are the first thing that come to mind, but um, Wolf Guys, another one. I, heard, I listened to the last episode, and I was surprised to hear y'all talk about that one because I don't really hear people mention that movie a lot. Yeah, well, that I mean, that one came up because uh, it got covered on uh, Joe Bob's Last Drive-In, which is why mm -hmm. it was sort of top of mind for me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, first thing I thought of was, uh, yeah, Sonny Chiba, Street Fighter. But, you know, I brought a guest on specifically to talk more about him. So I've added a bunch of movies to my watch list from, from him. So I'm going to get on some sunny Chiba marathon after October. Cause October has got to be all, you know, Halloween stuff like you're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as always, we do want to provide a drinking game for listeners to go with this movie. Uh, Brent, what were your thoughts on a drinking game for this? <laughs> I'm gonna get you properly fucked up. Cause I want to take a shot every time there's a slow-mo shot. Mm, that's a good that one. A, that's a lot of those. Yeah. I wrote that one down too. Um, I actually started with, drink every time there's a leopard growl, but I, <laughs> that's going to be a case of alcohol poisoning. So I'm going to retract that one. So <laughs> mine would be every time Donald Pleasance has the crazy eyes. Cause oh, you're still going to be tore up on that. <laughs> I know. I know. 
there's there's not really uh, an easy or uh, low level drinking game for this. So slow motion shots or Donald Pleasant's crazy eyes. <laughs> just, just know you're gonna be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> So getting into some specifics, uh, this film was directed by Lee Madden. Stars, as I already mentioned, uh, Donald Pleasance as Axel McGregor. And so this is a big reason why I actually picked the film. So last episode is between this one and another movie called The Great Alligator, which would have been an Italian creature, not creature feature, but like, you know, animal attack movie. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish I'd gone with that one instead after watching this, but you know, we'll, we'll get into more of that later. <laughs> but really the selling point for me was Donald Pleasance. Cause I was like, Ooh, Halloween. And I love him and I want to see him in something else. And yeah. <laughs> I was surprised he was in it as much. I thought it was going to be one of those things where it's like, he's top bill, but he doesn't pop up until like the end or something. Right. Or and he's in it, or he's in it for like five minutes at the, at one point in the movie and then just, fucking disappears but yeah Yeah, die in the first five minutes (laughs) yeah no it's uh so getting into like what the film's about quick synopsis um (laughs) it's about a big game hunter who brings a killer leopard to his private island and then turns it loose so he can hunt it down however some unexpected visitors arrive at the island and interrupt the hunt and those unexpected visitors turn out to be uh axel's family so his two daughters and his granddaughter I mean, so that's the movie in a nutshell. Uh, (laughs) I I mean, I went into this movie rooting for the leopard because, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to root for a big game hunter. (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't think anybody will nowadays for sure. Yes, but I'm not going to spoil what happens in the end here, but we'll we'll get to that probably pretty quickly because there's not too much to get into. I'm trying to remember a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Let's get into it. So the movie starts with like a sort of news, news coverage narration about a man eating leopard who is said to kill for the simple pleasure of killing. And the, uh, it even mentions that the, the local people, this takes place in uh, Thailand and Mm -hmm. the local people think that it has supernatural powers and that I wish that was the case in this movie. Cause how cool would that have been if it was like a leopard, like a magical leopard or something like that? It would have been. I love if you just, just fly through the sky, shooting laser beams from his eyes or something. <laughs> yeah. Way better movie. Indeed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so Axel McGregor has decided he's going to try to hunt down this leopard and, and his first attempt, um, he is unsuccessful and actually gets attacked by the leopard and injured. He doesn't kill it. And so instead he ends up going to his private Island where he's got a very visible limp, which, you know, kind of reminded me of one of the Halloween movies where he's running around. Well, not running around cause you can't with a limp, but mm-hmm. um, one of the Halloween movies when he's f- bumbling around with a limp, try tracking down michael myers but i think it was all of them after the second one. Oh yeah you're right yeah he so, got blown up but just had a limp and a scar on his face yeah <laughs> i mean all this movie made me want to do is just watch halloween because at, at some point later in the movie the the granddaughter is uh singing a song about the boogeyman and i was like mm-hmm. man i should be watching halloween instead 
I thought the same exact thing when she started talking about the boogeyman. I was like, please come out, Michael Myers. You got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Michael Myers versus a leopard. Uh, I wouldn't know who to root for. <laughs> no, nah, I'd probably still root for the leopard. <laughs> so just root for both of them to attack Donald Pleasance. Yeah. <laughs> Team up movie. I actually started thinking about Puma Man, the Mystery Science Theater movie that he was in. Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> like, what's with him and big cats, man? Yeah, <laughs> I think. Um, oh no, I was. I'm thinking of another thing that uh, Red Letter Media covered. Uh, uh, not Puma Man, but it was. Uh, I'll think of it later. Um, okay. Yeah, we can talk about other movies besides this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> more entertaining. Way more entertaining. Um, so Axel gets home to his private island home, sends all of his uh, house workers away because he says he wants to be alone. And we get our first shot of Donald Pleasant's crazy. Act. Well, no, second, because he gets the first one when he gets attacked by the leopard in the beginning. Yeah, he and, got attacked by the POV shot. <laughs> <laughs> so he's offering a $10,000 bounty for the leopard to be captured. He doesn't want it killed and does get captured. And specifically gets caught in a net as he's attacking a hunter. And I, I really hope that hunter got mauled to death by the leopard during it. There's another slow motion shot. So there's some additional drinking for you. I laughed uh, my ass off at that scene too. When they threw the net down and dude was stuck in there. I was like, oh, I'm like get fucked, bro. <laughs> he's going to get fucked up. <laughs> but they didn't. And that's the problem with it too, is like, they don't, I mean, I, you can't really, especially because they're using a real, leopard in this you can't show someone getting torn to pieces so yeah uh, oh well it was at that point so i had to see what this was rated when i saw it was only pg i was like ah that explains a lot yeah but i mean it's also the 70s so you know you can never mm. tell what the 70s um uh, ratings and stuff like that <clears throat> so yeah leopard gets caught he gets brought to the the island and there is this stare down between <laughs> Axel and the Panther and <laughs> Jesus. Um, it, it he's, what does he say? Axel says something to him. Like, it's just you and me on my Island. And like, he's like thinking this in his head. It's, it's like, he's fucking trying to communicate with the leopard telepathically or something. I wondered if he was for a quick second, honestly, because it happens so much. Yeah. I, it's so weird. I'm like, he's not even talking out loud. It's just this voiceover. And I'm like, is he, is he trying to tele telepathically communicate? What the fuck is going on? I don't, I don't know, but. I think this is where I had to turn on the subtitles too. Cause at their point I was like, I don't know what anybody is saying. Yeah. I had to do that pretty early. I mean, I usually watch with subtitles, especially um, on Amazon prime. Cause it's usually pretty poor quality copies on there. So um but he yeah, me off when, I, when it came up and it looked like old VHS tape, I was like, oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, we also get introduced to Texas Tom and his tour bus, mm -hmm. as well as two sisters. And one of them is, or both of them are the daughters of Axel that we find out later on. One of them has a daughter. So that would be the granddaughter of Axel. You know, mm -hmm. they're establishing that part and the granddaughter says to her aunt <clears throat> she says uh why does grandpa hunt animals and the aunt says who knows and in my head i was like well i know because he's a fucking dick that's why <laughs> i was supposed to say 
fuck that guy. This is, you know, it's it's hard for me to root against Donald Pleasance, but, you know, it, there's no way around it in this movie. Uh, so they found a way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Axel sets the leopard free on, uh, on his island so that he can hunt it. Like, you know, he's got it delivered to him. It's caged up and he could easily shoot it, but he decides he's not going to kill it while it's in the cage because he wants to have the satisfaction of hunting it down because it nearly killed him. So that's no fun. (laughs) I guess. Um, so the family shows up to the island along with the Texas Tom tour guide guy who is sort of dating one of the sisters, but then that turns around and he's with the other sister later on in the movie. So I, was I thought she was trying to hook him up or something. I don't know. Like not very much is explained well no. in the film. So I'm just going to leave it to, you know, assumption of like, I guess they weren't together, but one sister wanted him and that he wanted the other. I, I don't know. I was points where I drifted off. So I'm like, I don't know what's really happening here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't care who gets together. I just want to see some people get mauled by the Panther. So yeah, I just wonder which one's going to get killed. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what, you know, I'm placing my bets. Who's going to get killed first. And I was honestly rooting for the kid to get killed. first. <laughs> As I always do. I always root for the kids to die, but... Oh, they just me? Okay. No, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It was just the terrible acting, and, you know, it's no surprise that we have a kid in there. The, You know, most likely it's going to be terrible acting, but this was kind of next level. Ugh. Yeah, I did make a note this is annoying kid at some point. Yeah. There is some pretty awesome child negligence in this movie, though. I mean, oh, no, no, we'll get to that. <laughs> At least to the whole second half of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the little girl actually has a dog named Socrates. And mm-hmm. when they get to the island, he runs off into the jungle. And, you know, I always get worried about dog deaths in movies. And the dog does die in this, but thankfully they don't show it. Oh, um, I was going to say, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, they just you just hear like a yelp after it runs off into the jungle. Um, oh, God, I didn't hear it, damn. Yeah. But it's about, we're already like 45 minutes in. This is everything that's really happened so far. There's a mm-hmm. lot of dialogue and just talking up to this point, and a lot there of. Was a, there was a narrator at some point, right? Yeah, it was like the. Uh, so it was either like news. A news reporter or it was Donald Pleasant's like internal thoughts going on but then like there was another voice at some point and I was like who the fuck is this yeah like, that threw me off I was like there's a narrator now out of nowhere like, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like where that person came from I was like oh you know we have an omniscient narrator okay so <laughs> let's do that uh, so we get about we're 45 minutes in and here's where we finally get a leopard attack. We've got the kid, uh, Peggy, the daughter, and her mom, Georgia, who are out looking for the dog when they see the leopard. And Peggy runs off when they see it. And the leopard starts stalking Georgia. It attacks her, more slow motion, of course, because every leopard Mm -hmm. attack is slow motion. Uh, It mauls her face, and then she runs away, uh, chases her down, attacks her again. Like There's like three separate attacks within like that whole attack. Um, yeah, this death scene is like 20 minutes long. It seemed like <laughs> I mean, they're just kept going. They're definitely padding the runtime here with this movie. Oh, yeah. It, it was like it was rounds, like round one, round two. <laughs> <laughs> and Peggy, or not Peggy, and Georgia loses all three rounds. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they do show like a quick 
close up of like her face being cut up and bloody and stuff like that. But it's so dark, even you can't really see it that well. So, but I mean, I'll take what I can get, I guess. Right. I needed some at this point. Yeah. The thing about that attack too, was that, you know, I know normally I, you should feel like you should be rooting for the person like, Oh, I hope they like get away. But I wasn't rooting for her because Georgia sucks. Like, yeah, I wasn't rooting for any of these people. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she's just like full of herself and just like this negligent mom and just she's just not a great person. So I was like, I hope she, you know, I hope she fucking gets it. And, and she did. So she ends up dying. Axel comes in and finds her body uh, in the rain, takes her body home. And there's one thing like about like the rain that they... I'll give them credit for the rain. I don't know if they, I, I, I think they actually shot while it was raining, not just like oh, okay. fake rain because the way that it comes down, it's like in buckets yeah. and I've been to Thailand. I can, I can verify like it fucking rains like that. Like it's all oh, of a sudden okay. you're just, you know, it's just like a bucket just dumps on you. You're soaked. So that's why I was wondering if it was fake or not. Cause it just came out of nowhere. and was going real hard. I was here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe they, like, plan their shooting around when it actually does rain because, I mean, it rains so much there. Well, I mean, I I don't know about any more. So I actually, fun story, just to sidetrack away from the movie. Uh, Yeah, please. (laughs) So I actually went to Thailand in 2002. I, I bought two tickets there because this was right after September 11th. And so nobody was flying anywhere. So I got two round trip tickets to Thailand for 600 bucks. So I called my friend Scott and I was like, Hey, you want to go to Thailand? (laughs) And he was, he'd never even been out of the country before. And here I am like, Hey, you want to go to fucking Thailand? He's like, sure. So go to Thailand with like zero plan. Like all I had literally was just my, my plane ticket booked and we show up and I was like, we'll figure it out when we get there. And (laughs) just kind of like found, found a random hotel and then figured out what to do from, from there. We did end up going to, um, so we went to Bangkok first and then um, we ended up going to this island off the coast, which is, I think it's kind of like the Hawaii for Thailand, like a lot of Europeans vacation there and stuff oh, okay. um, called Phuket. And, and that was a lot of fun. But back in uh, Bangkok, we went to the, the Pat Pong district, which is where all the sex shows are. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about those kinds of sex shows, but those are some talented ladies. Like, so I don't know. I need to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw a girl uh, shoot ping pong balls out of her vagina. And <laughs> no, she's got great aim though, too. Like they actually landed in a fishbowl. And oh, uh, let's see, one girl blew out a birthday cake uh, candles with hers. <laughs> and oh, you know, those like magician scarf tricks where they keep like pulling and pulling and pulling out of their yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, another one of those too. So <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, that was fun. But yeah, uh, <laughs> pro tip, if you ever go, don't order a Coca-Cola in the Pat Pong district, because apparently mm. that means that you would like a prostitute, which we oh. didn't, we didn't know. <laughs> so oh, they just brought you one. <laughs> no, no. My, so my, oh. <laughs> um, these, these girls, and I put girls in quotation marks because you never know mm. in Thailand, um, oh, kept coming up to my friend Scott and saying, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm good. I've got my Singha beer here. I'm good. Only and, Pepsi. 
Yeah, all right. <laughs> and uh, no, they just kept asking. And he was like, why the fuck do they keep pushing Coke on me? I just want to drink beer. And then finally figured out later on, like, oh, okay, that's like code word for something. And I don't know if it's still the case, but if it is, just be warned, don't order a Coca-Cola. Anyway. Or do if you want it. Or do, no. but like very specific <laughs> with what you want. But yeah, or if you, yeah, if you want to get that, but you know, understand you may not actually be getting a lady. So there's that too. And double check, check your work. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So that was my Thailand trip. <laughs> so we get to this exchange between Axel and the not dead daughter, Leslie. Um, <laughs> about his sort of motivation for this whole situation. And I'm going to play a quick audio clip from that. Why father? Why? Why did you bring the animal here? I'm sorry. I can't explain. I wanted, I wanted to be alone with it. Tell me father. I want to know. Not now, Leslie. You wouldn't understand. I understand you, father. All my life I've understood you. Only you never knew it. You kept us away because you didn't want anyone to know you. You brought the cat here because she didn't want to have to face the truth. If you killed the cat, then you could patch up the old myth. Axel McGregor, the living legend. If the cat kills you, you're out of your misery. You believed your own press. You thought you could choose your own time and place to die and you would go out in the blaze of glory. But when the moment of truth came, you fell apart. Is that what it was like, Father? When the cat attacked you? Were you the hero you thought you were? Did you think you were alone? Didn't you know how much we loved you? Did you think it really mattered whether you were a hero or not? Oh, Father. I, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. Acting. Acting. Yeah, it's that's the thing about this is like, that's what so much of this dialogue is like Donald Pleasant's like, like delivering it in that in that tone, the whole movie, and then this like attempt at some sort of emotional scene. And I was, you know, I picked this, that audio because I was like, I don't feel this at all. (laughs) At all. Ugh. So before that was even funnier when I when I think it was Donald Pleasance that actually broke down. Like once he realized it was his daughter, he started crying and it was the best. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like right before. Yeah. So that's the thing too, is like, that's one of the rare instances of them actually showing emotion in this, because mm-hmm. if you remember, like right before the daughter got killed by the leopard, the daughter Peggy like ran off and she hasn't been accounted for yet. And so Axel is like, Oh, uh, maybe I should go back out and look for her because she's been missing this whole time. And we find out that uh, the the granddaughter, Peggy, is asleep on some bridge, which, I mean, it's 
pissing down rain. And I don't know how she's sleeping yeah. in that. I um, thought she was dead when they just showed her up there. I'm like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> I did too. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't die by getting mauled by the leopard, but I'll take it. But still, I mean, but no, she's not dead. She's just asleep. So Axel does actually find her, but tells her like, stay on the bridge because the mm. leopard cross it because I guess it's too unstable for it or, or rickety or something like that. And Axel and the leopard are facing off, like not quite face to face. They're pretty, they're still pretty far apart. And Axel's got his gun out to shoot it and he has a chance uh, to do it. Um, but he's apparently a really bad shot for being a big game hunter. Cause he misses multiple times. And then when he finally gets close enough to get that, like sort of like eye to eye, shot with him he's out of bullets and i laughed at him because i was like good fuck you you don't deserve to kill that beautiful animal so <laughs> put in a cheat code <laughs> <laughs> so what did actually really make me laugh though is that after that he just leaves and he yeah. basically Peggy, like just stay where you are you're safe where you're at i'm like what <laughs> how is she safe like being left alone like out in the rain in the middle of the fucking jungle <laughs> I guess I thought she was dead. So. Yeah. I don't know. So I think like after, so he leaves her alone. We get back to the house because they're leaving the girl out there because they think she's safe. And there's she's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch more talking, blah, blah, blah. Then I think Texas Tom goes out to look for Peggy, but then all he does is like go, go for a swim by the bridge and then goes back. Oh, I completely must have zoned that out because I don't even remember. That. Yeah. So he doesn't really contribute much to anything in this, but but what was funny is that what it I, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said something like, Well, there's nothing to do but wait, poor Peggy. I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, you're making me feel sorry for the kid, which sucks because I hate doing that. <laughs> like I'm like, someone go get this fucking kid. Like, I don't even know how long she was out there because it was hard to tell how much time had passed. Like, I think it was just one night because Texas Tom was supposed to go back the next day. That's what I thought. I thought it was just like overnight. Yeah. But it seemed like it was a lot more time than that. Maybe it was because the rain made it darker. And so I thought it was night and then it was light again when it stopped raining or something like that. But it was all the slow motion messing with you. That's right. Yeah, that too. It's the rain and slow motion. I'm like, it feels like it's been days. <laughs> this watch just felt like it's been days. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Again, I'm very sorry about this one, Brent. But <laughs> it happens. It happens that sometimes too. I know. <laughs> All right. So, but what's funny, like after they said that, like, oh, poor Peggy, they're just sitting there, like casually sipping their coffee sure. and snuggling. And yeah, I'm like, <laughs> You guys suck. You're terrible human beings. You guys all deserve to die. Uh, well, there's nothing we can do. Turn on Jay Springer. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the boat driver who had initially dropped them off shows up and oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> parks parks the boat. And it's weird because like it's raining at the house, but it's not raining where he where he parks the boat. And mm -hmm. it's on the same island, but I don't think it's that far like the house is like that far inland but i i don't know so anyway he shows up and we get our second uh leopard mauling so this guy gets killed by by the leopard we do get some 
decent shots of his face cut up and bloody. Um, mm-hmm. It's again, during the day too, so you can actually see it. Yes, exactly. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's okay. But then they realize, like, oh shit, our driver's dead. Like, we got to <laughs> get to the boat and get away from the killer leopard. And Texas guy yells out, like, we've got ourselves in a cage, man, a cage. Like, they're <laughs> locked into the sort of house compound that's surrounded by an iron gate. And so mm. I guess their plan is to try to get the leopard to come to a specific part of the compound so that it, that it'll be temporarily trapped in there while they make a run for it to get to the boat. So I guess that's (laughs) the plan. Um, I didn't know what happened. I thought they were trying to get it to get inside the house and then they run out, lock the doors or something. But at one point it does a stone cold Steve Austin through the window and breaks the glass too. So like, I didn't get the plan here. Yeah, they they didn't uh, they didn't lay it out very very well for for the audience here. So yeah, I don't know what happened, but they the panther, I guess, sort of get or not panther. I keep saying that because I, like, I wrote that a couple times. I I keep saying it because you say leopard, and I think like leopard print. Like I know mm-hmm. there's leopards, but you know when I look at that, I'm like, oh, it's a panther because I think like black panther, and I just can't like. Yep. I, yeah, fucking, I'm just going to call it a leopard from now, or a panther from now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, see, now at that time you said leopard. See, I, I know, know, right? I was trying to say panther, <laughs> I said leopard. Well, whatever. This movie doesn't care, neither do I. No. So they make a break for it. Thankfully, Axel's like, we have to go get that child. And I'm like, yeah, you think? She's only been out there for how fucking long out in the rain by herself. So. <laughs> They're twitching on a rickety bridge. <laughs> um, but at this point, like Axel has gone like fucking full tilt, maniacal laughing um, right before oh, they man. escape. And it's fucking hilarious. Like here's some like, I mean, there's been plenty of crazy eye shots leading up to this mm-hmm. point. But this shot, I was just like, holy fuck, he is nuts. But were, we passed it already, but I laughed. I had to make a note because it was when they were looking out the, I think it was after the boat guy got killed or while he's getting killed. I think Donald Pleasant says, oh my God, like five times in a row. It's like the only dialogue log he has. And I said, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's three in a row. Then he's like, oh my God. Then there's another pause. He's just like, oh my God. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like. I think twice suffices, but you know, <laughs> it's the first time with three in a row. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this movie. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, we're, uh, we're pretty much at the end here because it's over. they, uh, they managed to escape to the boat. Uh, Texas guy goes to get the child. So, but I, she's not moving at all. It's like, he's carrying a fucking rag doll the whole time. I'm like, mm-hmm. Is she dead? I mean, Maybe, I don't know. But they escape to the boat. Axel tries to blow up the dock, like he pours some gasoline on it and then shoots a flare gun at it. So I thought he was going to kill the yeah, panther. I thought it blew up. Yeah, but they, they show a shot at like the very end of like the panther behind the fire. So I'm going with the belief that it didn't die because of yeah, that. I don't think it did. Yeah. But... One thing that like is scarred in my brain is mm. that last shot of oh, yeah. face like superimposed on the Panthers. So it's like Donald Pleasant's Panther face weird. 
fucking shot. Like, so, so is it saying that they're the one in the same? Is he going to turn into a leopard when he gets back home? I don't. I mean, <laughs> I think it's it's trying to do something more than this movie is capable of. You know, like he's saying stuff throughout the film, like. God, what did he say? Like I wrote it down somewhere. Like he's just saying all this like sort of like crazy stuff throughout the film. And it just, I don't know. Like maybe he, I don't know what this movie is fucking trying to say. <laughs> it's it above its weight class. Indeed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that. And like, and then it gets to the end and I was like, well, that was anticlimactic. Like as fuck. Right. It's, it's like, you've got the two main you know, characters, Axel and the Panther, you know, up against one each other and neither one dies. Like, I didn't want the Panther to die, but everybody lives except for like two people that nobody gave a fuck about. Like, this movie's dumb. I, I for real thought it was going to be somewhere they had like their little face off at the end and he hits the Panther a couple times, but it, but he finds he kills it, but then he ends up dying from wounds. So basically, I thought they both were going to die. Yeah, like could have been something like that. Like, but no, it's just like, oh, Axel gets away in the boat, and Panther has now how now has an island to I'm himself. I got his own little spot. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna get lonely soon, though. Poor Panther. Oh, that's true. <laughs> There'll be some more boaters to come around there. Maybe, yeah, some more tourists and some more killing for the sake of killing, as they thought it was at the beginning. Yeah. Night creature too. Oh, God, no. No. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So let's look at some letterbox stuff here. Um, As of this recording, this only has 55 views, and rightfully so, because this movie is boring. Yeah. And it's got a 2.8 out of 5, which eh, I think that's pretty high for. Yes, way too high. Uh, Brent, you got a letterbox review you want to read? Yes, I do. I happen to have one right here. It says, Jonathan Abrams gave it one star. It says, the movie finds Halloween star Donald Pleasance on a tropical island in search of a killer black leopard. Someone like Jacques Turner's uh, The Leopard Man. Only terrible. I couldn't resist. Maybe I should have. At the very end, for the film's closing shot, an image of the leopard is layered over an image of Donald Pleasance's face, which provides the unforgettable sight of a half-leopard, half-Donald Pleasance abomination of God and nature. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that, that face cannot be unseen. But I laughed my ass off at that part. Uh, yeah. I will say, though, that the that movie, The Leopard Man, like, I do want to watch that. A friend of mine actually recommended that movie for uh, part of, like, an October movie challenge thing. And especially after seeing this movie, which is a very <laughs> bad giant cat movie, I would like to mm-hmm. see much better. So, I've never heard of that one before. Yeah. It's on my list. Um, all right, I've got a review from... And maybe customers also watched on this movie. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> that's something. That's a possibility. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'm I'll be shocked. Worried about what's going to be on the list. So I think it's a 1940s movie. And uh, I... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I will say I looked in advance just to see what was on that list. And oh, <laughs> I, I had to because I, so, I was like, what could possibly... Oh boy! Now you got to work. Crawled. I'm like, oh no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll find out in a minute here. Uh, all right, I've got a review from Lostman94. He didn't give it a rating, but he said, uh, 
Uh, yeah, not even any stars or anything, just nothing. Uh, but he did say, uh, I once read that there were no good Filipino films. Well, this one was shot in Thailand, so who knows? Donald Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Pleasance is poorly cast as a sportsman out to hunt and kill a wild panther. See, he even put panther. Uh, wild panther out on the prowl. I guess this is supposed to be scary, but what do we know? The rest of the cast is both unknown and wasted in this snoozer. If you like Donald Pleasance, rent something else. Yes. Go watch Puma Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not even rent something else. Like, I hope Lossman didn't pay money for this movie because that's the whole reason I like pick free movies because I'm like, if I get shit like this, I'm gonna be mad if I even paid a dollar for it. So oh, uh, just just imagine that person that went to Blockbuster back in the day and rented this. Oh shit! Yeah, that poor soul. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, official recommendations. Brent, do you? I know you don't love it. Mm recommend it want to leave it meaning it's fine just whatever i'm never going to watch it again uh remake it or kill it with fire and you treat it like the thing in a john carpenter movie and you douse it with all the fire and flamethrowers <laughs> all right so kill it with fire for sure i i'm with you i i didn't hate it like i've definitely seen some movies where i was just like man i fucking hate this movie um so I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to kill it with fire. And that's only because of some other movies I've watched on this podcast where I'm like, this movie just deserves the absolute worst. Um, <laughs> I think, um, and something I talked about with my last guest was like a good animal revenge flick. So like if I, I, I'm kind of on a remake rating only, but only if the animal comes out victorious just to be like a big fuck you to big game hunters. So, <laughs> Oh, nowadays it definitely would have somebody made it for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that would be, uh, that would be mine. Do remake it, but make it, you know, animal wins in the end. So maybe just uh, like have it kind of like super fucking campy and have mm -hmm. like really intelligent animals. And then they like push <laughs> a new button or something. Like you see like a fake paw, like hitting the big red button or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, just some, something better than this fucking movie. Um, that would be better. I, I was wondering as I watched this, I'm like, did Erica make me watch like the worst movie I've watched for a podcast so far? I was like, she may have done it. Oh, really? <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, I thought about it. I was like, we watched way worse. Okay. It's <laughs> the you first time in a while, though. <laughs> you feel real bad. Oh, that's cool. No, I love bad movies, even when they're like this, because it's just... <laughs> just I got it in the data banks now, so now I can pass it along to somebody else. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't though. I wouldn't wish this one upon anybody. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of pocket. I would. I'll make them watch it. <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> Maybe they will after listening. Who knows? So they might. As it is on Prime. Uh, yeah, and it's free. Not recommending it though. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I kept a timer. I forgot to say too. I kept a, a mark for every time I checked the timer during the movie, and it was nine times. I oh shit! It. Yeah, <laughs> I think I ended up pausing this at least four or five times to like go just get up and do something else to wake myself back up. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not good. Okay, so that's it for Night Creature, which means it's time to pick the next movie. Uh, Here we go. All right. Uh, rules for picking. The movie has to be on the customer's also watch list for Night Creature. It has to be available to watch for free. It has to be a movie I have never seen before. 
And I can only pick the movie based on the information on Amazon Prime. So no looking up trailers or outside information or anything else like that. Just strictly Amazon Prime info. So customers also watch list for Night Creature. Here we go. <laughs> oh, fuck off. God damn it. <laughs> it's rough, man. Uh, Super Shark. Yeah. 2011. No, I'm not going to... If I pick any shark movie, I know where that's going to take me. Fuck no. That's probably an asylum movie, too. <laughs> probably, yeah. It looks like one. Uh, Unseen Evil, 2001. A group of hikers led by a college professor searching in the woods for an ancient Indian burial ground. Mm. Uh, when they discover a likely site, one of them stumbles across a cursed crown that unleashes the mound's guardian, an invisible monster that begins attacking everyone it finds. I don't want to watch a movie about an invisible monster. I, want to I was going to say, how does that work? Right. And like the picture looks like the creature on it looks like a fucking piranha. So <laughs> the f- no pass. All right. Uh, Killer Fish. Oh, 1979. Uh, Jewel, I know thieves, that movie. Jewel Thieves attempt to recover treasure from piranha infested waters. Mistrust and betrayal happens amongst the gang in the quest for gold. Um, that's a mystery science theater movie, I think. Is it? I think that's the one. Yeah. Is it one of the more recent ones? Or oh no, it's like it's, oh um, it was um oh what season? It's a sci-fi era season, probably like eight with Mike. Really? I think it's that. Like, if it's the movie, I think it is. It's like an it's an Italian, right? Yeah, it's yeah. That's probably uh, that movie. Yeah, with Antonio Margheriti. Oh, and Karen Black's in this. Ooh, and it's it was an MST3K movie. All right, that's top contender yep. right now. All right. Uh, ugh. all right. Territorial behavior. No, that came up last time. Claws, 1948. I've seen it. Rise of the Chupacabras. No. Uh, <laughs> Scream of the Wolf, 1973. A big game hunter comes out of retirement. No, I'm not going to. Okay. Hey, there you go. No, no, no. I'm not going to do it because I already lucked out with one big game hunter movie where the pants, like the animal didn't die. I'm not going to like push my luck with this one. So no. Big game hunter month. <laughs> oh, no. hard pass. <laughs> all right the great alligator oh this one came up last time and it was in i was actually in between this one and um night creatures so that's a possibility Oof. 1979 a tourist resort in africa finds itself at the mercy of a huge man-eating crocodile from a local native legend um which the croc wait it said alligator though oh well um it said it's italian fucking whatever that's one of them other possibility <laughs> Oh, Night Fright, fuck off. No, I watched that uh, one already. Uh, Yellow Fangs, excellent movie. Everyone go. watch it. Uh, Prophecy, I've seen it. Swamp Freak, that came up before. Swamp Freak? Yeah, 2017, <laughs> Hard Pass. Um, Marabunta, 1998. Uh, when James Conrad... When James Conrad, director of entomology at the LA Museum of Natural History, travels to a remote area in the northern wilderness to go salmon fishing, he is thrust headfirst into a life and death battle with the deadliest insect. No, not insects. Fuck that. No. I have insect phobia, so I'm not going to watch that. Um, oh, I got some movies for you then. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, like I can't even fucking watch the Mothman prophecies. Like that's yeah, just no. Can't do it. And the one scene in the Silence of the Lambs with the little moth in the mouth, does that bother you? Uh, well, see, oh, that's, that's a that's a uh, 
like the chrysalis or the cocoon. I, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. okay. But like once it comes out and starts flying around, I'm just, no, that's nightmare fuel for me. Mm. All right. What else we got? A few more. The bean. Oh, that's Jackie Kong. That's a possibility. I think I've seen this though, but I don't remember it. Think about that one. Uh, Forest Primeval. No, that came up last time. Extinction 2015 looks like Asylum. No. <laughs> Mountain Devil 2017. No. American Beast 2014. No. Ugh. Need Shakma to come up. Oh, shit. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> funny. Man. Yeah. Uh, Beast 2014. No. And Lycan Colony 2006. Is Lycan Colony the one they talked about on Red Letter Media too? I don't remember. That sounds familiar. It does. Two siblings and a newly settled doctor's family are about to find out this town's darkest secret the hard way. The inhabitants are all werewolves. Uh, yet all things are not as they appear. Uh, that could have been, but I don't want to. Mm, I don't want to risk it. I'm going to go between the two 1970s ones. So Killer Fish or The Great Alligator. Um yeah, they, that was on Red Letter Media. They had a whole best of the worst video about that one movie. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Great Alligator Killer Fish. I'm a little worried about where either one would take me, but I'm going to... Just because it was... It is Antonio Margariti. It's got Karen Black and MST3K. I'm going to go with Killer Fish for next episode. Uh, I've never seen that uncut version of that. All right, gonna do this. Killer fish. Uh, it might open up a bunch of mystery science theater movies for you. you might have Manos pop up after this. Seen it. <laughs> eligible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've only watched the MST3K version, so. But oh, still. you haven't seen the real one. Yet. Well, yeah, I have watched it without uh, comedians and robots, so yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, Killer Fish for the next episode. Um, That's gonna be fun. We'll see. <laughs> uh, if you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at CAW Podcast. Uh, customers also watched at Facebook or Instagram or also watched on Letterboxd. Brent, where can people find Home Video Hustle on all the things and social media and everything? You can find the Home Video Hustle on pretty much all of the podcast apps, whichever one you prefer. I'm pretty sure we're on there. And if you go to one and we ain't there, let me know, and I'll put it on there. And you can let me know over on Twitter, because on Twitter we are capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase podcast, HVH podcast on Twitter. On Instagram, we are Home Video Hustle Podcast. Just type it. We'll be there. Uh, Facebook, we are Facebook.com slash HVH podcast. YouTube, type Home Video Hustle in the search bar, and I assure you we'll be there. Like I said before, I got videos on Wednesday, and sporadically, whenever I feel like throwing something out there, uh, we can find uh, our website. We're with the Age of Radio Podcast Network. You just type in ageofradio.org slash home video hustle, and we have a Patreon if you want to support us over there, patreon.com slash home video hustle. And I try my best to get back in contact with everybody, so if you got something to say to me, let me know, and I'll get back to you. I can attest to that. Brent is very responsive. So, um, all right. So coming up uh, this month, happy October, everyone. Um, I'm going to have yeah. two mini episodes with Rebecca um, covering uh -huh. the Poltergeist and Candyman movies. Uh, and then we'll be back next month with uh, Amazon Prime, our next Amazon Prime movie episode, Killer Fish with guests Emily and Neil. Brent, thanks so much for joining me. 
Thank you for having me. I'm I had a lot of fun watching this. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, but you had fun watching me, though, right? I did, yeah. All right. Thanks at least for that. But no, I, I, and I didn't, I always enjoy talking about it after the fact, even if I hated the fucking movie. So, um, but no, I appreciate it as always, uh, you know, just, uh, and, uh, everyone be sure to check out home video hustle on any podcatcher you can find and give them a follow on all the social, check out their YouTube. Um, they're a lot of fun. We try to be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks again, Brent. And thanks everyone for listening. Bye. Peace. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold.